Good morning, everyone. I am the Reverend Dr. Eric Rice, the pastor of the Trinity with my Amy Zion Church, located at 6198 Dog Road in Whitmire, South Carolina. Listen, it has been a tiring and a challenging week for myself, and I'm sure it has been the same way for you where you are with all of the unrest that is going on in our society. Um, I just want to speak to you uh, about those things. And it's important that uh, we as preachers um, go to the Bible in in times like these. Although everything, amen, uh, uh, that we bring up in the Bible uh, may not be what people want to hear, but it's important that we remain vigilant as to what's going on and to remind people that these things are not new. Um, in the book of Proverbs, the 29th chapter, in verse number two, the Bible says that when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when a wicked man rules, the people groan. Amen. Um, I don't know how much clearer this scripture can be about our present uh, people whom are in charge of this country. But it tells us that when those that are in authority are wicked, that the people are the victims. When people in high places are wicked in their hearts, the people mourn. But when those in charge are righteous, the people rejoice. Listen, I'm not happy that we are uh, uh, have to protest, but I'm glad that we do. I'm glad that there's an avenue. Uh, I'm glad we're protesting and standing up for what is right, but it would be for naught if we don't mobilize and get ourselves out to vote. Our real voice will come from our voting. Listen, we can we can we we can't afford to remain under wicked authority. This issue is not political; it, it's 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 a moral issue. Uh, that's what it has become. The worst thing you can do in any organization is to put somebody in charge who cares nothing or who, who doesn't care anything about you. Uh, I would like to say that uh, things seem uncertain, especially in these times that we are living in. But as a Christian, I would be foolish uh, to think that there is no hope. Personally, I was, I was set back this week uh, by the recent events and, and on these attacks on people of color. I felt anger. I didn't know what to do, but I had to stop a minute and think. Uh, I have never cried this much for someone I didn't even know in my entire life. You, like me, may be hurting as well. Uh, I'm not going to suggest that you uh, do a particular thing, but I pray that you are tired of their knee being on our necks. I'm tired of it. For those who have lost their lives to racism and pure evil, May your souls rest in peace. Say to yourself right where you are listening to this podcast that it could have been me. It could have been you. I can breathe right now. But for how long? For we know that life is filled with swift transitions. We're going to go into the sanctuary today as we listen to the song. Uh, I don't own the rights to it, but if you will. Um, just listen to it and maybe it will help you uh, with what you're struggling with. To God be the glory.
grace and mercy brought me through. I'm living this moment because of you. I want to thank you and praise you too. Your grace and mercy brought me through. Oh,
grace and mercy brought me through. Amen. If you have your Bibles with you, go with us to the book of James, the first chapter, uh, verses number two through number four. I'll go ahead and start reading. The Bible says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to you. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Amen. Uh, we're going to go to the uh, prayer right now. Let us pray. Lord, we're grateful today for your word. We thank you for everything that you have done. Pray now, Lord, that you will help us, for oh God, uh, with what we're dealing with on today. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. We want to talk, amen, just briefly uh, for from a subject this morning. Don't want to hold you long. We want to talk from the subject about being bitter or better. Being bitter or better. Uh, in this particular passage of scripture, James is considered to be uh, somewhat harsh because of the way he speaks uh, in this passage. Um, James, he's being frank about what he's saying. Uh, and often when people uh, look at this scripture, the focus on the shouting point, uh, which is counted all joy. That's what they focus on. And there's nothing wrong with that, but let's talk or look at verse number four, where it says, but let patience have her perfect work. James, uh, I've noticed in this particular uh, scripture called patience a her or a she, as if patience has or have a, a personality. There are times when we give certain things uh, an identity by choosing to give certain things life. Uh, we're good at that. Uh, sometimes we make decisions to be better rather than better in our lives. We say to ourselves, I'm so mad that I'm never getting over a certain thing. You make up in your mind and you choose not to forgive or to forget. You say, what, what, what they've done to me has hurt me so bad that I'm going to take whatever it is to my grave. I'm, I'm not going to forgive anybody for anything. Well, I want you to know that the burden of that bitterness is corrupting your spirit and your, the technicality of it is hurting your body and your mind. Um, and, and it's not hurting the person that wronged you. It's actually hurting you. When you choose to be bitter, uh, nobody hurts but you. If you believe uh, that everybody has a conscience, you are fooling yourselves. Because some folk are, are, are demons. Amen. They don't have no remorse. As we've seen play or unfold this week. They, they can do stuff to you and sleep like a baby. And you think they are, you are hurting them, but you're really not. There are some folk that can cut your heart out and just be fine. Uh, show no remorse. 
They don't go through the changes of a person that feels guilty. They break your heart and think nothing of it. But see, you can't be bitter because bitterness sets up a roadblock between you and God. Life is so fragile that you can be having a good day and a simple phone call can change your day. Something tragic can happen. And if you're bitter, it only adds to the situation. Now, you're angry uh, and you're depressed, amen, and have other things that you need to be dealing with. So when James tells us to count it all joy, some of us think that James is crazy. What do you mean, count it all joy? You don't know what I've been through and you don't know what I'm going through. James says, uh, no matter what you've been through, you must count everything joy. Count it is as an experience. Uh, count it as a lesson. Count it as a seminar, something that you will learn of. Amen. Uh, count it all joy means ain't no use in you being mad forever. Amen. And I, I know that's that's hard to say right now, especially in times like these. But the Bible tells us to let us set aside every weight that so easily beset us. That means you got to get that hurt off of you. You got to get that uh, that monkey off your back, they used to say. You, you can't be upset about a divorce that happened 20 years ago or, or that boyfriend uh, that you had that married somebody else instead of you. Amen. You can't be mad about stuff that has no bearing on your life because some things happen uh, to make us better and not bitter. Listen, we, we, we need to learn how to live on and get on and count it our joy. See, our yesterdays have no business affecting your tomorrow. When our yesterday becomes our present day, all we do is suffer all over again. We relive things over and over again, just like today's unrest and the things that are going on, amen, in this world with racism. Well, we black people, uh, people of color, we are tired of going through this over and over again. We, we've seen this movie before and care not uh, to look at it again. You know, we're sick of it. But at the same time, these things ought to make us better and not better. And that's what, as the, as the pastor, amen, of people, uh, when I look at some folk, I realize that some of us are living some of our tragedies over and over again. Yes, it was a bad thing, amen, uh, that should not have happened uh, to you or to him or to those uh, that it happened to. Uh, but it happened, amen, and we must learn how to get over it. Amen. If you don't get over it, it will get you or put you under. It will. See, when we keep these things in our lives, all we do is set up a roadblock between us and God. We block God's potential in our lives. There are some folks sitting here uh, or listening right now hurting. You know, uh, you, you're looking good, but you're hurting. Your heart is heavy. Amen. And, and somebody looking for a way out. And somebody may be looking for a way to get revenge. And we get out, we get out, church, by looking at what the Lord has done. See, you got something uh, to shout about, even if you know it or not. You, you do have something to shout about. See, we must remember four words. Uh, amen. That it can be worse. That it can be worse. Those are the four, four words that I live by. And we must praise God because it could be worse. 
See, we, we must understand that we didn't come to this world to have a good time. The Bible says that a man that is born of a woman is for a few days but is full of trouble. And we as a people have had our share of trouble. We got to understand that, that trouble is, is, is our business. If you are a believer, you are going to have some trouble. Trouble is your testing. Disobedience is your testing. Hurt is your testing. Pain is your testing. God wants you to know if you can pass the test. See, 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 we must put it all behind because God will fix all of our trouble after a while. I know he will. And I know after a while seems like a long time. Yeah, yeah, preacher. Y'all tell us this every time something goes on. Yeah, preacher. Every time these things happen, you tell us to pray. Church, I realized today that, that this week uh, I, I've been a changed man. I do realize uh, that prayer does change things, but I'd be foolish to think that prayer changes all things. Because there are things that I prayed about in my life, uh, and, uh, that I've talked to God about in my life that, they, that have never changed. And I realized that it was not in the will of God for them to change. But I can't allow it to make me better. I've got to be better. I, I'm reminded of a story. Uh, and I'm going to try to get out of the way uh, of, of, of a bird that was in his cage. And that bird would sing in that cage all day long. And one day the owner opened the cage to clean it uh, with a vacuum cleaner and sucked the bird off into the vacuum cleaner. Now this bird, a man, was, was in the vacuum cleaner and the owner got him out uh, and took him to wash him off in the sink and noticed that the bird was beginning to drown. She tried to dry him off with a hair dryer and almost burned the poor bird up. I, I can hear the bird saying that if it ain't one thing, it's another. When she put him back in the cage, uh, the bird would not sing anymore because of what it had been through. The bird did not get better because of what it had been through, but the bird became bitter and would not sing. And I want to say to my people, don't let what is happening make you so bitter that you stop singing. We get like that sometimes, don't we? We go through so much church. And we want to stop praising God. We want to stop worshiping God. We want to stop singing. And we want to stop preaching. But what we must do is count it all joy. There's some truth to what James was saying. Because if you have joy, at least you have something. In Psalm 137 and 4, the Bible says, How can we sing our song in a strange land? They said this because they were in sorrow. And I know it's hard to sing when your hearts are heavy. Sorrow can affect you spiritually. It should make us better, but oftentimes it makes us bitter. Therefore, causing us to be unequally yoked amongst believers. 2 Corinthians 6 and 14 tells us not to be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? I say to you this morning to continue to speak out on injustice, continue with a loud voice, but do it to the point that you don't allow it to become an illness. Be better and not bitter. James says to count it all joy. Somebody may say, count what joy, preacher? Count it all joy. Count it all joy, whatever it might be, whatever it may be keeping you down. Maybe it's the recent uh, 
uh, things that are happening in the world. Maybe it's something that you are already dealing with. Don't let it keep you down. Count it our joy, whatever it might be. I want to uh, say rest in peace to those who have died to racism. For racism has no place in this world. But that's not going to stop people from doing it to people like you and like me. I want to dedicate this sermon today to those who have died and, gave it and lost their lives because somebody didn't like the color of their skin. But church, I've got to count everything our joy. Because I know that one day, I don't know when, I may not get to see it. But on the other side, things are going to get better. Did you ever realize why God did not tell us how great it would be in heaven? Because he knew that some of us would try to get there early. So he allows us to go through our trials and our tribulation down here on earth. I want to say today that, that, that I, I, I was set back so far this week by what has happened, amen, to uh, Floyd and Aubrey, um, that it kind of almost changed my heart. But then I realized from which I came, I realized that the Lord has been good. He's always been good and that he will continue to be good to us. You know, we've overcome a lot of things in our lives as, as people in general. And could you imagine what we would be if we didn't have a God on our side? Yes, I know you're saying, where's God in times like these? Why do God allow these things to happen? Well, if I knew the answer to that, I would probably be God. But I'm not God. But I, my job is to tell you to trust in the Lord and lean not unto thy own understanding. And in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct our path. This song is dedicated, like I said, to those who have lost their lives to racism. And I want to say to you, it's okay to cry. It's okay to feel like you feel, but know that you got to keep going. Your voice needs to be heard. So stand strong and fight for what is right. George, all of those whom have, have died, this song is dedicated to you. There may be somebody here today who's not saved and you're bitter instead of better. If you give your life to the Lord, he will make you better for the long haul. Because in this life, we will have some ups and downs, but you best believe that God will fix it after a while. Rest in peace to those whom have lost their life. We pray that this help you along the way. May God continue to keep you. May he continue to bless you and give you what you need in order to make it through. May your week be great this week. May God continue to bless you. Remember that God is still in charge. Regardless of what we do, He is still our Savior. Amen.
Lord. Count it our joy. God bless you and may heaven continue to keep you. Amen. <laughs> 